and welcome to the After the Movie Podcast. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about a movie that just one of us picks, and we all watch it and review it. And I think that now during COVID times, you know, if you're looking for something to do, first of all, listen to our podcast, but then we can give you some good movie recommendations. And uh, speaking of movie recommendations, let's jump to one of our co-hosts, Martin. Since you haven't seen this movie before, what'd you think of it? Five-star rating? One-star rating? Would you watch it? Not watch it? Uh, I'd give it a, you can watch it if you want to, and I'd give it a three star. Okay, I don't know if the watch or don't watch really works. But <laughs> now the other guy who hasn't seen it yet begs. What do you, what, 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 what kind of rating are you giving it? Well, um, I kind of have a lot to say about this movie, and I'm sort of disappointed in you for picking it, Mo. But... <laughs> Uh, I would give it. You can, you can, you can watch it if you'd like, but I'd give it a two out of five. Okay, guys. If See, you, that's you what like, I'm saying. If you like, is any movie. So you two boys who wanted the watch or don't watch system, <laughs> you need to give a positive affirmation. Or, God, well, we have some middle ground here. All right. So how about it's? Oh, there's uh, no neuter. It's watch or don't watch. I like that neuter watch. Can we give it a neuter watch waiting? waiting? I like that. Good movie. Don't watch. <laughs> okay, thank you, Bank. Bane, what do you got on this one? Um, I, oh God, like, I would say watch only because, like, this one is, only because, like, in uh, movie watching circles, it's very well known and very talked about. Uh, watch it just to be able to have a point of reference for it. I give it a three out of five and quinn all right so i think this is the first very good film that we've watched as a group <laughs> couldn't agree more i don't know what and uh i would give it a strong watch list it's hysterical and i think i'm gonna give it four stars well this is one of my all-time favorites that's why i picked it and i think that it's quite an underrated gem and uh, so I want to, I'm going to go ahead and give it a five star and a definitely watch. Um, it's not on a lot of people's radar and in 05 when it came out, it kind of just was a flash in the pan. So uh, our sister, Quinn and me, that is, she recommended it to us and we had never heard of it probably five years after it came out. And I, I fell in love with it then. So watch five star. Absolutely Boom. not, Mo. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> what do you like about yeah, it? what are the criticisms? The narrative. Well, I don't I don't know how you could rate it anything higher than a three stars, but it's it's essentially due date, but before due date came out. Oh, its jokes are nowhere near as god awful and shitty <laughs> as due dates. I don't even know what due date what is. is. Due date? Yeah. I've never seen due date. How come you guys have both seen it? Robert Downey Jr. garbage. It's due date is the same movie, but they take out the best actor in it and replace Mel <laughs> Kilmer with Zach Galifianakis. And that's you are it. lucky you are a continent and an ocean away from me. I would punch <laughs> you in the mouth right now. This, this movie is only funny because Val Kilmer. And once again, Robert Downey Jr. just plays his regular pompous asshole role like in every other movie. 
I feel like you've got some kind of hateful grudge against Robert Downey Jr., but I, I can't understand why. Actually, on our post-podcast meeting last week, Banks started to get into it. We had to back him off. You want to you go into your feelings on Robert Downey Jr. at all, Banks? All right. So Robert Downey Jr., <laughs> and you can see you know, glimpses of it, especially at the end before uh, Val Kilmer gives you the line of, hey, look for, I forgot what he was saying, it's somebody's nephew in the credits. But Robert Downey Jr., just he just plays this, I think I'm, you know, extremely intelligent and interesting guy. Like, pretty much how he plays Iron Man and Tony Stark. And that's exactly how he is. If you, I think I was, I was watching um, a Joe Rogan interview with him, and he does the exact same thing. It's just like, he's rich. And he knows it, but he also tries to be a regular person. But at the same time, he's more interesting than you. And you can never be as interesting as him. That's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> okay, well, I, of course, I strongly disagree. But Martin, you hadn't seen this before either. And you didn't seem to be a big fan. So what do you think? I didn't like the narration style in it. I thought, I don't know. It seemed a little sloppy and it seemed a little out. I don't know. It's a little outdated. So, I mean, it's a like very the period. What's that? Breaking the fifth like... wall. Yeah, fifth or fourth or I said third, so I don't know what wall it is. It's the fourth fifth wall. dimension. Remember we'll that argument we had? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought Robert Downey Jr. is way too wound up for me. <laughs> yeah, that, that Robert Downey Jr. makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, Martin is the other. <laughs> what, what's with that nervous fellow always has? <laughs> It's a job as a Hollywood surveyed audience. <laughs> and that Robert Downey Jr., where does he get off? And now, Dane, I thought I remembered you having a lot more warm feelings to, towards this movie. We talked about it before the podcast. I, that's because I remembered, I remembered it better than, I guess, what I really felt with it, honestly. Um, you boys. After watching it, I, I watched this movie when I was a teenager, like, probably around, like, end of high school or beginning of college and I really enjoyed the narration as opposed to what Martin had to say about it but um I liked the jokes I liked how a lot of it landed but the thing that I didn't like so much about the movie is just that ultimately the whole thing was the whole story was very forgettable very like it, it was very not pulpy like like a pulp fiction kind of thing not like pulp fiction the movie but like old school pulp novels or pulp stories that you find in magazines. But I mean, like, it's, it's one of those uh, whodunit kind of mysteries that, I mean, it, it didn't stick with me. Like, I but it's would imagine it's supposed it to be hacky. It's supposed to be hacky. Well, it it really did a good job. Then I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do we want? Why do we want to watch it's... a hacky movie? <laughs> Martin, quit being such an old man. <laughs> I don't get. I'm, tell me. That's what Martin got for, so excited when he heard an old man complain. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie was garbage, and it cost too much to see. Yeah. If Shane Black really did write this, write and direct this movie to for it to intentionally be kind of hackneyed and like uh, very much like uh, an old school whodunit kind of movie, then he did a good job doing that. But it's, I mean, maybe did too good of a job doing that, especially in comparison to other Shane Black movies that I've seen. Um, oh. <laughs> so Quinn, 
now that we can disregard the other three guys, let's you and I have a conversation about how this movie is great. It's just Val Kilmer has some hysterical lines in this film, and him and and him being the straight man to Robert Downey Jr. is just fantastic. He's not straight; he's gay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> Which also I don't care for, uh, by the way. <laughs> In my time, a man didn't love another man. Yeah, I, I never saw two guys kissing on screen, held up in an alley together. Ugh. It's a. <laughs> and I don't like it when he pissed on the lady's body. What was wrong with that lady anyway? <laughs> Who keeps pissing as they. T- that was so overdone. Everything was just overdone. Martin also hates the Three Stooges, and uh, <laughs> it's because it's just too silly. Yeah, he couldn't swing that hammer that fast. You ever had a 12-pound hammer before? That's so stupid. Like that. You oh, ever yeah. seen a guy take off a hat on the stand at a trial, <laughs> even if it was a derby? Oh, man, Martin, you broke me a little. <laughs> No, I mean, I think that... I... Go ahead, Martin. I was just going to say, the the gay stuff, I thought was very heavy-handed and, I don't know, a, appropriate for the 90s. It seems like it was a, you know, kitschy thing, I don't know, racy thing to joke about then, maybe? Well, I mean, I think it was. It was from 05, so, yeah. uh, I mean... I... Oh, yeah, everything's the 90s to me, though. If it wasn't the past <laughs> 10 years. But I mean, I think that, no, but yeah. the kissing in the alley thing is just funny. I think that was funny. No, it's funny. I'm, I, I was okay. I'm okay with guys. No, I'm not suggesting. I'm just saying. I'm okay with it. I don't want to tolerate it. Very, very, I'm very tolerant. I meant that in a joking sense. It's just a good joke, even if the gay thing was a little bit heavy handed in this movie. Yeah. And what are the cops? I'm not say? calling you a bigot. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Want that on the record. Uh, yeah. What does the cop say? Look at these. Look at these Susies. Hold up. What do they say? They got yeah, a good line. Like Boris and and Alice over there. There it is. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, I love that part. That was funny. <laughs> I thought I thought the the gay humor was like the best part of the movie though, but. <laughs> The, the gay humor was the best part, but that's because Beggs has a crush on Val Kilmer, and he just. I do, but the, <laughs> it's, like what Martin's saying, it is kind of like if you watch it now, you, you can't really, and it's kind of unfortunate because just the way that people are kind of touchy about anything that you say. But the funny, I think the funniest line was Val Kilmer when uh, Robert Downey Jr. pulls out his little derringer which he calls oh, which yeah. isn't actually a derringer but he, he yeah. goes i call it my faggot gun which yeah. was i completely died when he called it that <laughs> i'm that like was- well you can't really say that anymore though because he's going to get attacked and but what does it mean he calls it his faggot gun because it, you shoot it twice and it's done yeah it's a and then you gotta get a new one yeah sex. Oh, because oh, cause both of them. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Wait a second. Uh, uh, penis, how the hell does that work? <laughs> <laughs> so there's two penises in this <laughs> And they do what with them? <laughs> so twice. They're oh, shooting yeah. each other with them? <laughs> hey, Mark, I'm going to blow your mind right now, too. <laughs> happiness is a warm gun is about premature ejaculation. No, uh, wow. not no, not in the '60s. They would have been talking about that. So I think the, I think the two funniest bits in this movie were 
when he gets mad at Robert Downey Jr. for throwing the gun into the lake. Um, what's that? When Val Kilmer gets mad at Robert. Oh, Val Kilmer. I don't know what I said. I might have probably said you it You just said he. I'm oh, just okay. trying to clarify it for people listening. Oh, okay, his, yeah. He's gay Perry. Yeah. Too. Gay Perry. And then <laughs> when Robert really Downey Jr. shoots the guy in the head after he tries to play Russian roulette and he starts trying to figure out like what the percentage of the chance is that he actually gets shot. Yeah, 8%. <laughs> 8%? <laughs> 8%? <laughs> 8%. Who taught you math? <laughs> oh, but then the part where he's shocking his balls, where where when uh, oh, yeah. the antagonist, uh, you know, like henchman, is shocking Robert Downey Jr.'s balls, is hilarious. And yeah. Gay Perry's trying to goad him into this, you know, homophobic thing, and, and then mm-hmm. he shoots him with his, uh, you know, quote unquote faggot. Gun. And then yeah, and then it's <laughs> and then it's not. Bags is still getting a kick out of it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's more and funny then... because it's racy now. You can't. Yeah, you do miss that the good movies. face. You miss the good face that Val Kilmer gives because it's a podcast. But when he goes, "Hey Perry, I'm getting a little worried here," and he gives like that affirmative. <laughs> he's got it. He's got it under control, even though his balls are about to get shot. Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I really love it too when they come out of it and he's talking on the phone to Harmony when Val Kilmer's talking on the phone to Harmony and he tells he tells her I oh don't worry about it I shot him with a small gun I keep by my balls <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean I think can we, can, we, can we talk a little bit about how awesome Harmony was throughout the whole thing too like yeah if there was one thing that I really appreciated in these kinds of stories, um, well, in this movie in particular, it's that these kinds of stories always have a female character who is just like either the damsel in distress or she turns out to be the double crosser, the one who actually hired her. And they totally subverted that with her. Like, well, she and, just, and she was... so they didn't take it too far on the other side either, which always drives me crazy, where they make her like a total hard ass and stuff. No, mm-hmm. she's just a human. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. You know, she's not she's not Superwoman, and she's not some princess stranded in a tower. No, I I really liked the humanity that uh, they brought with her character in this in this one. Like, and Michelle Monaghan did really good, really really good. Well, I think we can all agree that Michelle Monaghan is just the best woman ever. (laughs) I I would agree with that. I agree with that. I I don't know. I don't know, Quinn. There's there's better. I think if I if she if goes around I with could... sorts like Robert Downey Jr., trust me, she's <laughs> no catch. <laughs> I think the part of the whole movie that I laughed the hardest at was uh, the part where where um, Harry and Harmony were about to have sex, and then she's just like, I have a confession to make. And then she reveals that she ended up fucking his high school best friend, and then he just kicks her ass out. I love <laughs> chat, that. Chat me. <laughs> oh, chat me. Chat me. Chuck uh, Chutney, yeah. <laughs> just totally kicks her ass out. That was the funniest fucking thing. Yeah. The and then talks with, her, talks with her on the phone afterwards. Uh-huh. No, they, uh-huh. no there, there was no rape. You fuck Chuck Chutney. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, no, we're still not good. <laughs> and then her, her chopping off his finger, that's hysterical. And then that they rip it off again. Yep. And the dog eats it. <laughs> That's a very, a very, very, very um, Shane Black sort of thing. Oh, like, yeah. Didn't, yeah he... didn't they have something very similar to that in uh, The Nice Guys? 
the nice guys has a and i might pick that one too you guys probably noticed that i own that but um <laughs> but i i might do the nice guys in the future because it's very much in the same vein but yeah i'd say it had some parts akin to that yeah yeah you can definitely tell he's a fan of like slapstick and stuff like he likes a good he likes a good like physical joke speaking of slapstick one of my favorite slapstick parts of this movie is after the body gets dumped in the lake and Robert Downey Jr. chucks the gun and Val Kilmer pretends like it's okay after a minute. And he says, oh, that's very interesting. What's that? Is that some kind of clue? And he has Robert Downey Jr. hold the case up to his face and then he slams it into his head. <laughs> that's very Three Stooges-esque. It is. Very, very much. Beggs wasn't a fan. Neither was Martin. No. no. <laughs> Come on. Every time your uncle said, what's that on your shirt? I do that now that I'm an uncle. I do that to my nephews and nieces. It gets it gets a big reaction every time. It's a classic. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, I'm just happy Val Kilmer was in it and <laughs> saving it. So Val, I, I guess after what, this was 2005. So Robert Downey Jr., I think you mentioned it before, Mo. This was like one of his, you know, the I th guess Warner Brothers did this movie and they kind of took a chance on him because he was just coming back from uh, like a series of substance abuse issues and rehab and oh, yeah, yeah. incarcerations mm -hmm. and stuff. But the cool thing about Val Kilmer was, I guess, as a, um, a stand with Robert Downey Jr. is he didn't, he refused to um, drink any alcohol or anything throughout the whole production of the film so i think that's that's because pretty cool he's just the best guy in the whole world i bought his book by the way so i'm expecting that autograph now <laughs> if you're watching now which you should be maybe we can get you on val kilmer you'd be the first uh, guest on the show i'd like to go over our new format also discussed in last week's podcast this is becoming a val kilmer podcast <laughs> <laughs> I've got it's, the perfect next movie then. It slowly <laughs> evolves from uh, Nicolas Cage to Val Kilmer, and then I'm sure there there'll be a new crush. Whoever, so. yeah, whoever your next man crush is. Yeah, I don't know well, who it could be. So, so it ain't gonna be Robert week, Downey Jr. Starting <laughs> next week, we're all just gonna write uh, uh, Val Kilmer fan fiction erotica and read it on. Uh, <laughs> 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 He's great. But I, think, I think that you guys are dogging a little bit on Robert Downey Jr. too much because I thought his performance was good. I mean, he's he's a one-trick pony. But... I I have said nothing bad about Robert Downey Jr. Like in anything that he's done, but especially this movie, he did a really good job. I thought. Well, maybe they, you should start. Did they pick him? Because... <laughs> did they did they pick Robert Downey Jr. because he was? going through those same things his character was at the time is that like part of the reason i don't it know for be. sure i believe i believe it was probably just because um he was probably one of the cheaper actors that they could have gotten along because i'm sure val kilmer probably commanded a lot of the budgets being well, probably the most well known he's not giving that talent away no. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. i think it'd be a sin if he didn't get 15 million for this role i mean he deserves <laughs> Ten times what he's worth. 
But that's probably good. The man was Batman, for God's sakes. Come and Iceman. <laughs> he was I the haven't worst seen Batman was besides Ice George Man. Clooney. George Clooney, bad Batman. That's the bad first time Batman. that's been Wait. said. What? Did you say he's a bad no, Batman? Never... Yes, bad Batman. I bad George Clooney. <laughs> Well, who's the best, Michael Keaton? Yes, absolutely. And I then that's, followed by uh, uh, the, that's fair. That's what's fair. his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale is the best one. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. No, no, no. Crazy. I like he's a close second. Nineties into early two thousands Batman series. Who was the one with Mister Freeze? That was George Clooney, wasn't it? That was Clooney. Clooney's a good Batman, not bad Batman. Good bad Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad, bad Batman, George Clooney. Bad man. Bad, bad, bad man. I don't care how stupid and corny those those movies were. I loved them. And then, oh, when Six Flags opened up the Batman in in, in uh, the North Side of Chicago, we're, we're mostly from that kind of area. All the- that kind of area. That kind of Chicago area. It's it's ah. near it's near the same elevation and uh, we the same uh, general topography of uh, Chicago. <laughs> Climate's very similar. Well, <laughs> well, we went to Six Flags Great America. Is that in Gurney? It doesn't matter. We won't go that old. It's kind of like Gurney. <laughs> it, it, it is Gurney. And it Quinn is and I saw the Batmobile <laughs> that they had there. Oh man, was our mind blown. Just oh, I loved it so much. Quinn and I didn't even ride rides. We just sat and stared at the Batmobile. Tobin yeah. <laughs> Bell Kilmer would get out of there and say hi. Oh to man, us. That, that, just, that would just made your whole life. Not even, you know, past your, past your week. That would make my entire life. <laughs> I love Val Kilmer. I'm sorry. He's good. pretty good. He's Does good. he have anything new on the horizon, Bags? Uh, yeah, top, the second Top Gun, which I, from what oh, I've yeah. been seeing is um, the Navy specifically is very much so against Tom Cruise because apparently he was being a complete jackass the whole time they were filming on the carrier. I think they were doing that in San Diego. And he was pretty much what? just that telling Tom Cruise a dickhead? No. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Apparently a, a bunch of the sailors are just like, hey, it's Tom Cruise. Hey, can we get an autograph picture? Blah blah blah. You're Tom Cruise, right? Makes sense. And he's just like, no, no get away from me. I don't know. He was just Oh, he's no lieutenant damn. Ass. No, Gary Sinise, that's <laughs> you know, another great man. You know, you'd, you'd think you, we'd live in better days when a Scientologist would act right. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be the second coming of jorts, aviators, and Scientology. L. <laughs> Ron Hubbard's back. I hope you enjoy our last episode of uh, After the Movies because both Scientology and Tom Cruise, even though we're an obscure podcast, they're going to find us and sue us. So yeah, okay. highly litigious. That's fine. Well, this is kind of a religion too, so they can't really, you know, it's free speech. Val Kilmerism. <laughs> Kilmerism. I'd do that shit. <laughs> Kilmerism. Well, there's also the Church of the Dude from uh, mm-hmm. Big Lebowski. Yeah. Okay. That is right. Yeah, that's right. Can be an ordained. Uh, oh, I minister. am an ordained minister. Oh, yeah, that's right. Church of the Dude. I did that in five minutes. Do you have your cert? Yeah, it's somewhere your... around. We'll, we'll oh, post yeah. it. We'll, well post I'm it sure on they've social got a media. It sounds like a really official outfit over there, so we, we shouldn't have a problem. <laughs> we're, we're, we run a pretty tight ship. Uh, <laughs> 
guys at seminary school and uh <laughs> i think robert downey jr what is he done now with uh his marvel business and selling his soul to disney or spoiler alert was... yes yes he is <laughs> he's he is? done he's done there's there's no way they could bring him back after Okay, Dave, don't say too much. I don't want to. I, I really like the Marvel movies, and I haven't seen them. How the fuck have you not seen these movies? We got to watch them. I've been too busy with school. Oh Dane, my this goodness. whole podcast is about movies that we haven't seen, Dane. Oh my God. All right, all right. <laughs> Fine. Well, yeah, he's I'm going to respectfully rescind all of the comments that I've just made. <laughs> what was the new role he took? What was that? I forgot the name of that movie. The the Mister the the yeah, guy Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, Doctor Doolittle. Oh, I guess that, that is a Disney it. film. So he's he didn't. I love Disney. I would sell my soul to Disney in two seconds. I mean, everybody else. He has. comes up to me, asks me if they want it. Boom! You got it. I still buddy. refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Fro- Frozen Walt Disney comes up to me and he says, "Hey." I just got thought out. I need some new talent. Quinn, you going to be here? Your answer is what now, Quinn? <laughs> I am there, Walt. I'm your buddy. <laughs> Uncle Walt's got a new part play partner in the Disney studios, and that's this guy. <laughs> I love Walt Disney. He was friends with Ray Kroc in World War One. Uh, I. I think it's Ray Kroc, and that's the guy who started McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, and it just so happened, and they had a bunch of business. He didn't start it, Quinn. He didn't start it. Tell he sort of just leashed onto it and then just took it to new heights. Yeah, 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 right, yeah there, there you go. go. But anyway, so he made it. <laughs> he made it yeah, actually was... something instead of some <laughs> idiot McDonald's brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After, soon after he sold his soul to Walt Disney, having met him and everything War started yeah. going right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember when Dane and Martin went down that rabbit hole of Walt Disney being evil in college? Because they were too cooped up in their house together. Wait, he's and, not? <laughs> I argued with you then. This, I know. <laughs> but, this, no, I don't think he this was. Sounds, this sounds like something I would argue, but I don't recall saying any of that. <laughs> Martin and Beggs, they were cooped up together. They weren't getting out enough or something. And they went down this rabbit hole of how evil Walt Disney was. Well, he is. Uh, I thought, I thought I we established that. Yeah, I think that for some reason, so it must be true. <laughs> it has to be true. <laughs> you guys are just wrong. Isn't he a what? well-known anti-Semite? I think that's a myth. No, I think that was, that was part of it. No, you're right, that's, Dane. Totally. Yeah, it's true. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fact check us on that, but it's totally true. It's totally <laughs> true. <laughs> Brought to you by a, back in the fifties, you know, anti-Semitism was part of just what they did in America, right, yeah. Martin? With your right, right, right. views, and- boy, with the Scientologists and Tom Cruise, and now a defamation suit from Disney. That's we don't uh, take kindly to those those types of folks at the Church of the Dude. All right. <laughs> well, if you guys want to disprove our, you know, our views on Disney, you can just put it in the comments down below on our YouTube there we go. channel. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But I bet you won't you because hate, it's true. If you hate Judaism, <laughs> just comment below. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know. We'd like to hear about it. Well, Val Kilmer is also part of the, the I don't think that's the right. Church yeah. of Christian Science, which I didn't know was a thing. 
He's Wait, a Christian is? scientist. What? I don't know what that Val means. But... Ew. Yeah. So Christian oh. scientists, they don't they don't take prescription drugs or seek medical treatment. It's 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 uh, it's kind of a far out religion. It's yeah. It did not so how did he recover from his throat cancer? What kind of treatment did he take? Uh, God. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. He went to a little MD Watch called him. JD or <laughs> JC. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> uh, how, how are we doing on time, boys? Dane's out of ice cream. He's getting a little grumpy. Uh, <laughs> he needs a refill on that chubby hubby right away. <laughs> He's just parked outside of Ralph's right now, having yeah. a run out. If you were in uh, the Southern California area and see a uh, Honda in your parking lot, bring that man some ice cream. <laughs> So before we started to record the podcast today, Dane was mowing down on some Ben and Jerry's in his car. Oh, dude. It's so great. <laughs> it's so delicious. <laughs> Chubby hubby all the way, babe. <laughs> it's all your, solves all your menopausal needs. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Pre-menopausal, actually. <laughs> Get your hormones together and we'll figure it out. I still can't figure out why you guys are dogging on this movie. It's not good. We had some oh. <clears throat> uh, the other it thing. It was an okay enough movie. The nar- back to the narration, Mo. Whenever yeah. a movie says, the narrator says, oh, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot to say that. Uh, this, the, With the, whenever whoop, I whoop. hear, whoop. No. I'm always, I'm always <laughs> pl- unplugged at that point. Don't like it. Takes you right out of the movie, huh? Takes me out of it. Don't like it. Okay. Yeah, but that's part, the, that rating, part of the that's part of the sorry, quirkiness. Babe. Sorry, I was, I was just saying that's just part of the quirkiness. Like, but it's oh, like formula quirking quirkiness. It's been overdone. But ha- was it overdone in 05? It doesn't matter. It's overdone now, and that's why I don't like it now. I didn't watch it in 05. <sighs> <laughs> that logic then then we should be outraged by the amount of you know uh gay slurs that they use so we can't use that logic though no i like i like the gay slurs that's great i'm gonna go mind. ahead and i'm gonna separate uh from this podcast well, <laughs> We have uh, we've turned a corner here, and I think. <laughs> what Mar- I think Martin's saying for the for the role. sake of the for the sake of the movie and the the comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's exactly right. I need these guys. These guys are my flotation devices because I can say things that sound very misconstrued. So thank you all. No uh, and, and, and usually we'll jump on that and make it sound worse than what it is. Um, <laughs> but every once in a while, you can clutch onto us for life. Right. Just, just to be clear, we love all of you. Yes, equally. that's right. All the after the movie podcasters. Yeah, we all love five each of you. One of you. <laughs> oh my god! Just well, like the Mickey Mouse Club. I, that's right. 
Mo, who's who's next? I think we all know, but does ever does the viewers know who's who's picking next? Here? Oh, so actually, we might be doing something a little bit different. Quinn is the next pick, but he's got to go on hiatus for some uh, personal reasons. Yeah, finals. Okay, and also and also finals though. And also, it's personal <laughs> reasons and finals. And maybe yes, a it's, sex it's change. because yeah, it's because my penis is broken and I have finals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But I'd prefer not to say what institution I go to, but my penis is really broken, so. <laughs> See, I wasn't sure how much of a, a curtain pullback I should do. That's why I said personal reasons. But Quinn, before you, I'm, well, we're all assuming you've already chosen the movie that you wanted to choose for everyone to watch. Mm -hmm. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Before you tell everybody what it is, sort of lead up into it, like why you chose it, if Val Kilmer was in it, and that was why you wanted whatever the reason. Okay. So there's some pretty awesome boobs in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching Showgirls. <laughs> My movie I'm had boobs. Yeah, yeah this oh, movie did have boobs. Yeah. Um. Quinn, no, so <laughs> so I picked them. I picked a movie. It won an Oscar. I thought that it was a very unique story that had a lot going for it. Um, it reminded. It was quite original in my sense. I thought that the lead performance was quite uh well done, and that the script for her. Even though it wasn't written technically, she acted it wonderfully. Now, what, say the name. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what the hell is it? What is it? Yeah. So, it's supposed to be cryptic, and then what it just. It? Now, what's the name? <laughs> I thought I was giving clues. Yeah, yeah, what, are we watching? what are we watching? Spit We're it watch out. Okay, fine. It's called The Shape of Water. <laughs> I'll save it. I have been wanting to see this movie forever. It's a, it's Finally a have a good reason to watch it now. Good. All right. It's supposed to be it. on Hulu. I don't know. I just Googled I, it and it said it was on Hulu. So who's seen it? I have. Nope. I have not. So I, just, I thought Alex did. No. Nope. I thought we watched it together. Maybe. Was I sleeping? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> was he super grumpy? Did he have cupcake crumbs all over? Yeah, I don't mouth? think I don't uh, think he did have cupcake crumbs. That was a problem. <laughs> so hey guys, real quick because we're getting close to the end, I just want to say that you can follow us on all the social media at uh, after the movie podcast. I forgot our own. <laughs> if you have any movie suggestions or you want to reach out to us, it's after the movie podcast at gmail .com. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just hoping that this kind of takes off for us. We're, we're trying to kick this off during everybody's quarantine, but we're just hoping that we can kind of get together and do this, you know, somewhat regularly. So if you hear us and like us, tell your friends, rate, review, subscribe, all those care. things that help us out. Care. Comment, care, all that good shit. A little decency. <laughs> you, can, you can email us or you can send it to our Twitter at after the movie PC. You find us on YouTube at After the Movie Podcast. We'll be those people with four subscribers, and uh, well, we, not if one you tell of them's your friends, me. though. Yeah, not if you tell your friends. And then, um, sorry. And if you just want to hear us, you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, 
Google Podcast, all the things that you would usually listen to. Castbox, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, there that's a go. thing. I've never. Oh heard yeah, it. Martin's the only one who's using it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, me uh, and the other three guys just love it. I I just podcast. <laughs> Whistle for Ken, Mikey. The lights place are fresh and it had dice in the mirror. And then that I can say that this camp is rare. Said, nah, man, forget it, home to Bel doing a little change up here and doing some recording again tomorrow i don't know how quickly we'll release these episodes but uh you know stay tuned because we might have some pleasant surprise here is here in the future before we return to our regular format